Hi, I'm Brandon, and I love Hallmark Christmas movies. Hey, I'm Panda, and I like Hallmark Christmas movies. I'm Dan, and I despise Hallmark Christmas movies. I'm Rachel from the Hallmarkies podcast, and I love Hallmark Christmas movies. I'm Amber from the Hallmarkies podcast, and I love Hallmark movies. And this is the Deck the Hallmark podcast. The long, that was the longest intro of all but time. But we're dealing with pros, and you we know we're dealing, dealing with pros. pros. When they get it right. Oh, just just 10 out of 10. Fantastic. Right. <laughs> Rachel Amber, Hallmarkies podcast. What a it's, a it's a special day when two Hallmark podcasts mm. can come together for a collaborative <laughs> effort to review a 2008 Hallmark Christmas movie <laughs> in September. This is what everybody has been oh, waiting for. They're clamoring for. for it. They've been knocking down our doors. That's right. Mm. Uh, but before- I just can't wait to see how envious the bubbly sesh is going to be. Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, full disclosure, like, I'd never seen a Hallmark movie three months ago, and I also didn't know that a, a Hallmarky was a thing. And I mm. like, and so this has all been, like, revelatory for me, but in looking at Twitter, like, you guys are like, like Twitter celebrities in the Hallmark world. Like everybody loves the bubbly sesh and the Hallmarkies and all those other uh, Hallmark podcasts. And so, man, to have, have you guys on our little podcast here in South Carolina is pretty fancy. Dan, have we arrived? I think we've made it. I think Panda. we have as well. We did it. Uh, Rachel, Amber, tell everybody about uh, the Hallmarkies podcast real quick before we dive into this flick. <laughs> Well, we are just two friends who like Hallmark movies and shows, and so we are glutton for punishment and uh, produce three, usually three episodes a week, which is kind of crazy, but we really enjoyed it. And uh, and we enjoyed uh, is the past is in the past. Yeah, you guys don't enjoy it any longer. You're just sticking it out for the sake of it. We're we're building up our. uh, our stamina, our uh, mm-hmm. emergency supplies to get ready for countdown to Christmas. Mm. <laughs> now, did you guys do? Did you guys do it last year? We did, yeah. Okay. And we are so worried for Dan. Oh. <laughs> we have talked about this privately. Like we think Dan will die. Dan, Dan is worried about Dan. If it makes you feel any better, uh, he's concerned. He's talking with himself a little bit. Um, I we watched two movies this weekend because we're having to record two podcasts this week because we're going to be out of town next week. And I texted these guys and said, "Guys, when I realized I had to watch another one of these this weekend, my soul died a little." So. <laughs> Um, to do four in a weekend is going to suck. Oh, it's going to okay, be bad. You are planning on doing the movies and mysteries. Yes. All, yeah, we're all doing all 36. all 36. It's all or nothing. We're doing all the you Thanksgiving week. You do know that week. sometimes they add some extra ones. Stop it. Don't say things like that. Thanksgiving week, there's one every oh. day and two days where there are two. Oh, my gosh. So. <laughs> That's exciting to me, It's Dan. just, oh, it hurts. It hurts deep, deep in my loins. Yeah. He's, he's going to be fine. He is, uh, he's highly medicated at this point. That's so right. We're good, mm. we're good to go. Well, I, I think can. it might break him, and he'll end up falling in love. Oh, yeah. I don't think that's happening. I mean, <laughs> you I, know what? Like, I think that could happen. You, I guys, you guys are way too optimistic about the spirit of Christmas, I feel like. If this movie taught me one thing. It's, you just have to be beaten to submission and then fall in love. That's right. Literally. That's right. Or if uh, a, a woman coughs, she's engaged. Those are the two things that it taught me. Those two. Now, I yeah. am I am of the opinion that there will be at least one movie this year that Dan says, I love that movie. Rachel, Amber, can you agree with that? Oh, boy. I 
Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say two. Oh my wow. goodness, Amber, wow. going out on a limb. Hey, let's not get crazy. <laughs> I don't think you know Dan that well. I mean, this is a. I mean, full disclosure, guys. You guys seem awesome, but like. I saw one of your Instagram posts, and all it said was Chesapeake Chats, and I wanted to just stab myself. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I, 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 think I was very opposed to that title, but Rachel just went for it. Oh, boy. Well, let's get into this one. This is uh, the most wonderful time of the Number year. Number two on the all-time yes. list voted on by the fans. And it's interesting that the, the top two, this one and the Christmas card, are all pre-2000. Nine, hmm. which is interesting. That is maybe interesting. we'll talk about For why sure. that might be. How about give us a synopsis? We'll I will give you a synopsis, <laughs> and then we'll and then we'll we'll dive on into this uh, most wonderful time of the year. Originally aired on December thirteenth, two thousand eight, and went, I put two thousand eighteen, which is way wrong. <laughs> wow. Two thousand eight, and it went a little something like this. The movie starts with an overhead view of the Cullen house, which is the only house in the cul-de-sac not decorated for Christmas, and you don't want to be the only house without lights on on Christmas Eve. Jennifer is our leading leading gal, and uh, she's got a lot going on in her life right now. And she's just going to be happy when Christmas is over. We meet Uncle Ralph. He's a retired cop and is going to visit Jennifer and her son, Brian, for Christmas. Jennifer's on uh, the lookout for uh, the gift that Brian wants more than anything in the world. It's the rocket wheel. Uh, the only problem is it's this year's Turbo Man doll. You can't find it. <laughs> you can't find it anywhere. Um, and so she's trying to find it. And she sees it in a window and she walks in. And she says, hey, um, I'll come back Christmas Eve at closing pick this up. Do we got a deal? He's like, sure, we got a deal. Um, we then meet Jennifer's boyfriend. His name is Richard. He's the most boring human in the entire world. He's got nice shoes. Um, in the airport, Uncle Ralph meets Morgan. He's a guy who's trying to get uh, to Denver going through Chicago to get there. They become fast friends after Morgan gets them both into first class by getting to the front of uh, what they say is a long line, but I wasn't impressed. Um, they, they land in Chicago, and they find the connecting flight to Denver has been canceled, so Ralph convinces Jennifer to let uh, him stay at her house, which is good news because they're both good-looking. As Morgan is putting Christmas lights up on Jennifer's house, we accidentally see her uh, in a towel after the shower. And Scandalous. This, this really shows that it's 2008 Hallmark That's right. and not 2018 Hallmark. Uh, and while Jennifer is gone with boring uh, Richard, they go out for a little while. Morgan, Ralph, and Brian decide to go get a real Christmas tree uh, because um, that's what really is going to put Jennifer over the edge because it's not her really gross-looking artificial tree. Um, she's not a big fan of it. But she lets it pass. Jennifer and Morgan begin to get to know each other while they go shopping for a turkey, and it's adorable. Morgan uh, makes her uh, meets her neighbor and makes the neighbor very angry, and so that immediately attracts Jennifer to him because she despises her neighbor. Uh, the The airport opens back up, and she brings him back to the airport, but he doesn't have his passport. He doesn't have an ID for reasons that I don't really know, and so they end up going back home, but that's when she remembers, oh no, it's Christmas Eve. I gotta go pick up the bike. They get to the bike shop. The uh, the the store is closed. Mm. And so what he does is he does something that you would never do in a real life situation. He <laughs> he makes the alarm go off. The the owner shows up. He brings them into the alley, hits them with a trash can, knocks them out. They steal the bike. Another way that you notice a 2008 yeah. Hallmark Christmas movie. Thumbs um, up. They they come back home. Um, and it's Christmas Eve, and so she's going to go to a dinner party with Richard. 
Richard um, proposes to her. She chokes on her drink, and everyone takes that as a yep. Um, so they go home, and Richard's like, hey, Morgan, you got to get out of here. Um, and so he's like, okay. He leaves a note on the counter for her to see the next morning, but uh, Richard takes the note on the way out, puts it in his coat pocket. The next morning he comes in, he says, hey, Brian, there's a present in my coat pocket. Guess what? He pulls out of the coat pocket the letter, and uh, they're like, oh, my gosh, more he like he took Morgan's letter and so she breaks up with him runs to the airport accidentally professes her love over the intercom of the airport while she's trying to convince the airport person to let her go through he hears it he runs out they go home you think oh are they not gonna kiss they kiss and that my friends <laughs> is the most wonderful time of the year mm. wow what a gem Boy. there was a lot in that one there really was I like 2018 mm. it's simpler it's just like <laughs> yeah two or three <laughs> that was like an onion plot points just mm. layers yeah um, we got a few segments on this show. The very first one is called The Hot Take. It's where we just say how we feel about this movie. I'm going to start with one of the Hallmarkies. Amber, what did you think of this movie? So initially when I first watched it, I had given it 3.9 crowns. We do a crown rating out of five on <laughs> yeah, our do. podcast. Mm-hmm. But after watching it back, it was a lot creepier than I remembered. Um, yep, sure was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually going to say that it was probably just okay for me, which would be like a three. Okay. So it just dropped. To, what is that? A point nine stars? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Basically a whole point. Four. That's harsh. Just for creepy. A, f- a full crown for creepy. That's crown right. for yeah. creepy. That's right. Uh, a better title sequel. for Walmart. That's yeah, right. That's right. Panda, what did you think about it? Uh, listen, I... This movie won me over by sheer force of will, and it won me over in the final ten minutes. Mm, wow! Uh, that yeah. that airport scene did it for me. Uh, I laughed. I felt good about it. That said, there were several moments where I looked over at my my wife who was watching it with me, and I said, "You know, that's not all right. Uh, that's not okay. What just happened? <laughs> yeah. I'm concerned." Uh, but overall, yeah, I like the movie. I'm I I'm I'm a fan. Would watch it again. Would watch it again. Wow! Wow! Rachel. Yeah, so this is one of my favorites. Oh. I think I I think I like old Hallmark better than new yeah. Hallmark. That might be shocking. Just they took more risks, and I think they were a little bit funnier. <clears throat> there were less of them, so maybe a little bit more to work with. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't know. I just think I think this movie is funny. I, I think there's a lot of one-liners, and I think Henry Winkler delivers. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I I think that Warren uh, Christie and uh, and Brooke Burns have pretty good chemistry, and mm-hmm. there's lots of cute moments, and I just enjoy it. I love this movie. Mm. I love it. It's definitely <laughs> in my top five. It might like I might agree with the placing of this movie wow. on the list uh, for multiple reasons, but mainly this movie is one of the few homework movies that genuinely makes me laugh. I <laughs> laughed multiple times out loud and. Granted, most of that is because of the Fonz. Yeah. yeah. He works for <laughs> he me kills it. in everything that he does, but he worked in this, and I don't even think he was trying. Like, <laughs> it was just so easy for him to make me laugh in this movie. Um, but again, I like the leads. I agree there. Uh, the storyline was, was, was fine. It was, it was pretty uh, cut and dry, but there was enough moving and enough, like, I don't think any of us expected him to hit him with a trash can. No, no, no. That, that, that took me, caught me off guard for sure. And I need that type of thing in a movie occasionally. So that's why it's so high up on my list. 
list that kept me guessing, mm. even with a, a pretty predictable plot because it's Hallmark. Uh, yeah, so big win for Bran. Mm. And we'll go Woo-hoo. to Grumpy Dan. There's a line in the film early on where Jen looks at someone and says, drop whatever you're doing and get on the internet. Um, <laughs> and... And originally, I was like, that's great, because it's a dated movie. It's 10 years old. Then I realized, um, that is a phrase that people have used never. Like, that's (laughs) never been a phrase that people use. And I realized, you know, uh, movies made by Hallmark were just as bad back then as they are right now. And I cannot, for the life of me, if this is the second best Hallmark Christmas movie of all time, there is not a prayer that I ever like one of these just pieces of celluloid. They are just (laughs) really, really bad. Well, what's interesting to me is that this scored as high as it did because I like The Christmas Train way more than I like this film. Well, And I wasn't mm -hmm. massive on The Christmas Train, but I thought it was... Christmas Train is my favorite so far, and it's still not good, but it it has enough good acting in it to give it a pass. Like, I just think, really my big issue early on was that, man, in 2008, like, in, in 2018, Hallmark is pretty much living in 2008. And so in 2008, I guess Hallmark is living in the women's liberation movement or just before it. Um, but because like w- the ladies really take it on the chin in this movie. I mean, Jen has a job, but because of that, she's a terrible mother, has no husband to do the work of hanging lights outside, can't bake, can't, you know, can't make a turkey, can't do anything. And if she coughs, she's engaged. Like it is not a great setup. If only she didn't have that job. If only she didn't have that job. Oh my, yeah, yeah, yeah. That one where she analyzes corporations. You know, in America, we call that a consultant. That's what that's called. No one calls it a corporation analyzer. Hey, you're getting angry and I'm going to move on. I'm sorry, man. Go ahead. I'm getting fired up. My bad. Uh, I don't know. I had a roommate who literally could hardly eat pizza. So I think it's totally possible for a woman to be like... Not know how to make a turkey, that's for sure. No, I think that's oh, possible. I have no problem with that. I, I thought it was funny. I think that's possible. What I'm saying is is that they really did it. For her to be a career woman, they gave her all, like all of the other pitfalls of, of of this situation that they could possibly have. Like, well, she's making Women money. can either cook or work. That's right. They can't, they can't do, both. do both. You cannot <laughs> have a, an independent woman who knows how to make a turkey or bake a cookie. You can't do it. It's one or the other. You, you stayed at home and you learned how to make that turkey or you didn't. I will say, the, those instructions for baking a cookie, turkey. Well, she read all of them, Dan. I it think was that's the so problem. confusing. <laughs> she read all of them. She, she didn't read one book. She read all that of was, the... That was the problem. That's the problem. Contradictory. Uh, okay, let's get to uh, all the feels. The moment of the show where we talk about the thing that in this movie gave us those Christmas feels. I'm going to start with Rachel. Okay, well, you just need to learn how to do Christmas. That's the message of this movie. And she's, <laughs> nice. doing, she's, she's doing Christmas wrong. Mm-hmm. So she has to learn how to do it right. And things like... I think you get the feels from things like her throwing out the Christmas cards and her mm-hmm. kind of learning that yeah. like... That's not good to do. And I also got total feels from when Morgan goes on the roof and yeah. plays Santa. Oh, yeah. That was really sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom's? Uh, I actually, I do have a contribution to this segment, and Rachel stole it. I'm sorry. If if you don't have some sort of feels when they, they make this kid believe in Santa, then I think you're a robot. Like I Look, the, the Fonz didn't work for me as much as he worked for you guys, and I think that's weird because I love Henry Winkler, and I thought he was going to be an old guy that had to be won over by Christmas. Instead, he's like a, a, a New York cop, I guess, that's retired. Um, 
But in this scene, I thought that was a, the best this movie had to offer by a mile, and mm-hmm. I was on board with that scene. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say that the scene that gave me all the feels, and I know this is like predictable, but it was at the very end where where he's hearing it over the intercom, and then and then he realizes that it, that it's him, and he's he turns to people, he's like, "That's me, that's me," and then he runs <laughs> off. Uh, the 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 feeling that he portrayed there of oh my gosh. I I wanted this to be me, and then the realization, oh, it is me, uh, that gave me all those feels. Amber? Um, mine's going to be really lame, because I was really creeped out during this rewatch. I'm sorry, fair. I was. That's fair. It's, as a single lady, I'm like, uh, this sounds like a perfect recipe to be murdered. That's you know, right. This sounds like a lifetime. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the closing credit song, like, how do you beat that? Oh. What was the it closing just, it credit song? It made me feel song? so warm and fuzzy. It wow. made me feel better. Man, yeah. sure. Okay, Painful. I know they opened up with the title card, "Wonderful Time." They, yeah, they, they yeah. played that song. They paid. They paid the big bucks. That's right for a good version. The public domain. It goes a long way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so <laughs> I, I think the consensus is the best scene in this film is when he, they're trying to get him to believe in yes. Santa. That's the one that that got me. But I will say, as a second scene, that I, I think is understated, but it's really good. Is when they go uh, shopping for a real Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. I love that yeah. scene. And then he just gave. Uh, I think he gives uh, the little boy gives uh, is Morgan his name? Is it the that's the yeah the. Lead. Morgan, Morgan, a hug, like, and and that to yeah. me, I I connected with that. I love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, in fact, there were a few scenes I really liked with Morgan and the little boy. Like, they just really connected when he's playing with the turtle and everything. I like those scenes. Uh, like that that connected and worked now, with me. I get what you're saying, but to Amber's point, I mean, we've just met this guy and he's borderline homeless with no identification except for a passport that we don't know is real. Um, sure, he looks like Michael Pena meets Viggo Mortensen with the voice of Sean Mullins, but it, it's it doesn't. <laughs> It doesn't mean that he's trustworthy, and 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 I think that a kid. I'm going to slow it down a little bit. I'm Who sorry, is he? Uh, Mike Michael Pena, and yeah. that reference. Does anybody remember Sean Mullins? He sang the song "Everything's Going to Be All Right," but he talked the vo- uh, the, the, the 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 verses. Can you, can you do it for me? It's kind of like Nashville with a tan. <laughs> yeah, 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 I, yeah that, I got it now. Um, he that guy had his voice, but he was a combination of Michael Pena and Viggo Mortensen, at least in my mind. But his style told me this guy's not a vagabond. But that we, guy is as snazzy a dresser as you'll but see. But we've got a ten year old hugging a homeless guy. We we don't we've known him less than a day, Dan. I mean, if, what, if my son Grizzly but, grows up to be a ten year old hugging a homeless guy i'll be a happy dad i'll tell you that much <laughs> why don't you have but a heart dan you also have henry winkler who's a cop who has his yeah. fault he has a good instinct about That's it right. good so, instinct. i mean come on here. he could smell him right and then what he said <laughs> i smell, smell it <laughs> And oh, I smelled it's a great line. Uh, you know, when you did say that out loud about him being homeless, it does connect a little bit more. That is a little creepy. <laughs> think, and I think Amber had that from the beginning. I mean, not we're going to buy a tree with our fun new uncle. We're going to buy a tree with a random dude who we literally yeah, like, just met a few hours ago. Serial killers are a real thing, you guys. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. They are. Amber, I'm I mean, going to need you to stop ruining Christmas for me right now. <laughs> okay. I'm going to need you to stop that. <laughs> hey, what was more established in this movie? That Jen was a corporation analyzer or that Uncle Ralph was a former cop? Which one was said the more more times? Uh, cop. Definitely. 
I, cop, I, yeah. I feel like the cop was set a bunch too. I mean, he flips a guy at the very beginning, Gosh, which has that, to be one of the best action scenes. I don't how he can't work for you all the way. He was amazing oh, in this movie. I love it's Henry Winkler. So I do. Funny. But, it's a comedy. It's supposed to make you laugh. He was hilarious. He was great. It's time know. for uh, Wait What, the segment of the show where we just got a little bit confused by a couple of the things in this movie. We limit them to two, and I'm going to kick us off with two things. One, the first thing, this house is massive, <laughs> but they only have one guest room. That's right. That's poor, right. Poor Uncle Ralph and Morgan got to share a room. That's Uncle right. Ralph is a snorer. And the interesting thing is, is we see, I think, two or three more rooms. There's the room that he's uh, that um, that Henry Winkler is watching the TV on. Oh yeah. There's, there's the a lot room, of rooms that have couches the they could have slept that, on. For there's sure. The room that he's taking a shower in, which I think was a different room. All that to say, there was only one guest room apparently, but the guest room didn't have a bed. Like the guest room had an air mattress. And the guest room had a couch. I'm just confused. And maybe it's because Jennifer's a working woman and she can't set up a guest room. That might be the case. <laughs> can't but make boy, cookies, oh boy, can't set up a guest room. I just <laughs> was worried about his sleeping situation. The second thing, so she, her, her and Morgan had a conversation about the Christmas cards. And that's, that's when she gets angry and he says, you're doing Christmas wrong. And she says, ah. And so she goes up to bed. And that's when she has her big dream sequence, right? And it's in the movie. Okay. There's a dream no, sequence in the That's movie. Legit. Okay. So yeah. she goes up to her room at 1.30, fully dressed. She's still dressed for the day, 1.30 a.m. She wakes up from her uh, big dream at 2.15 a.m. That's 45 minutes for her to get fully ready for bed and immersed into a full dream. That's right. That you is can't not enough REM time. sleep that, that is quickly. not no. enough time. Can't do it. I don't, like, the, the cycles of sleep just don't <laughs> allow for that to be a reality, and it really bothered me. Just put a different time on the clock. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, Amber, we'll go to you. <laughs> all right. This one is probably more, like, industry, but when she when they showed her in the shower... I was like, I beg your pardon? <laughs> <laughs> like, That's how I felt when um, when Dan and I went on uh, Lifetime on Court. I watched a Lifetime movie, which I had never done, but That's I watched right. one before. And I was like, there was a gunshot, and I was like, no, That's this right. isn't allowed. <laughs> yeah. No, the, the shower scene, I definitely looked at the link you sent me to make sure it was, in fact, a Hallmark movie. I was like, wait a minute. What is happening right now? <laughs> Tricked, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what else, Amber? And then, honestly, when I just can't fathom why I was supposed to like Morgan when he was like, <laughs> love her, even being shifty with the lady in the line. Like, what does that scream trustworthy to Henry Winkler? Yeah, that's like, valid. Yeah, I don't know. No, no, no. A lot of what he did is breaking the law. Yep. Like, I don't know. There's no other way to say it. Like, he assaulted a toy store worker, right? Yeah. Like, I don't. <laughs> This guy is a creeper who's also a criminal. I, there's nothing to fall in love with. I mean, right. I, but he does Christmas right. That's right. No, no, no. Although I will say, I did maybe a little fall in love with him when he was like loose tie, wearing his vest, talking mm, to Henry Winkler. She gets I was like, it. Mm. Like, fine. I don't mm. care if you're on You put that guy in a Henley, and we're talking. Am I right, Amber? <laughs> Can we all agree though that nobody's missing the the vests? Like from 2008. Uh, I beg your pardon. <laughs> um, I miss the vest so much. I was like, am I watching mm. a Mumford and Sons music? That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What is this? Mm. Uh, we're going to go to rate you, Rachel. Okay, so I just wonder what is going on with this woman's life that lives next door. Because <laughs> she literally is there as soon as Jen comes home, whether day or night, to come in and talk. 
talk to her about having lights <laughs> on her. And I do think it is hilarious. The, uh, the, the Portuguese light. Oh, yeah. tradition. Just, I thought that was really funny. The Portuguese legend of the one red light. I thought that was funny. Mm. Um, <clears throat> and my other one is, I think it is absolutely hilarious that you have a toy store that has an emergency contact. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yep. You know yep. how it goes in 2008. <laughs> And I, I, it's so ridiculous when he fights in the behind the store, and the fact that the, the guy is like up for it, and like yeah, absolutely. We're gonna I, can I tell you, I thought for sure they would go back there. I thought it was going to be something other than a paper fight, like rock, a dance. scissors, yeah. a dance off, something, and they get back there. No, he just cold cocks him with a trash can. <laughs> <laughs> like what? What? That that's not all right. Like we like no, no, you could get arrested. <laughs> that, for that. that seems like a problem. Mm. I'm fine with it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, panda. It's hilarious. It's so funny. It that is it great. Works for it me. is funny. It was funny. funny. It was it off, was shocking. Yeah, it I, was off the beaten path. That's right. Um, uh, a couple things where I, despite them trying really hard, I actually don't mind the original boyfriend. Like he's not that bad. Oh, of a wait guy. a minute. No, no, listen, that guy's a tool. Leave. leave. Listen, no, Get no, out right now. It's he, the end of you and me. No. Wow. <laughs> it's too late. <laughs> Nice JoJo reference. I appreciate that. Here's my deal. Like, I get that he's working hard and he he doesn't have a lot of time and all that stuff. I I didn't hate the guy, though. Like, I never really, like, hated him that much. And along those same lines, the other thing, he gives that kid a $500 gift card (laughs) to Toys R Us. I'm telling you. And the mom's like, that's a bad gift. Uh, Can we no, pause for a minute? No, no, no. no it's that not gift's a bad gift. awesome. Yeah. Like, that's awesome. Especially when your uncle's dropping all these gifts off. She's like, you want something to open on Christmas. The next day, he can have whatever he wants. Well, I think the other thing that's interesting about that is, is that you're talking about a 10-year-old, not a 4-year-old. <laughs> I mean, if it's a if it's a 4-year-old, then yeah, he's not going to do what to do with a sheet of paper. But a 10-year-old's going to be like, time out, $500? <laughs> In 2008 money, like pre-housing bubble bursting, that's a lot of money. <laughs> so, so, so like, like it, it, it's going to be one of those things that it works way better. And I also will say this. If he runs a jewelry store, the ring was a little underwhelming. Can we say that? Oh, though? Yeah, that ring yeah. wasn't great. I mean, if you own a jewelry store... You got to bring a game when it comes to to, to proposing with a. As soon break. as you mentioned that, though, now that you did say that, and I put those two together, maybe the guy's not as good. as I Maybe thought. he's a slime ball. That's right. If you can't do a better ring than that, I mean. That's but here's just, the thing: I don't know what her ring preferences were. What if that's exactly what yeah, she wanted? Yeah, they went ring shopping. Yeah, guys. I want like a, a Z clarity Asher cut, please. Like <laughs> I don't know. I just made all that up. I don't know. You talking about? I don't know. That was just. Do you ever get the feeling? Brand that sometimes Dan actually does know a lot about jewelry, and that's a real thing. <laughs> it's a ring talk with Dan. That's what I really like to do. Go back um, to talking country music. <laughs> yeah. Sean Tomlins, though. That. Uh, so uh, I have two, and both uh, are, are very minor things that I tend to harp on. Uh, Early on, that opening scene where he, he fights the guy in the alley, uh, and it's a cop bar, as you recall. Yes. Um, he, he hits the guy, and he puts him on the ground. You got a gun, the whole bit. And then two of his other cop buddies, all off-duty, all have been drinking. He looks at one drunk cop, and he goes, hey, do you have an extra pair of cuffs? And the guy, who is a citizen right now, he's not a police officer, he has been drinking, pulls handcuffs out of his pocket, and cuffs a guy, and then Winkler tells him to book him. <laughs> <laughs> These are three citizens who have all been drinking, and they're going to arrest and book someone in the street without any other due process whatsoever. 
And I just was like, that's not how it worked. In fact, that may be the reason we have the problem we have today. We got a, we got a bunch of drunk cops who were just taking the law into their own hands after they've had a few too many, and they just got handcuffs in their back pocket. That's a problem. For me, it's from anyway. his unruly days as the Fonz, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. Um, I'm just glad that today, this week, we got Dan making fun of the cops. <laughs> a couple weeks, we're going to be making fun of the soldiers. Oh, my goodness. God, I forgot about the Christmas worse. The troops. Man, that's going to sting. Um, my second one is also about Uncle Ralph, unfortunately, who oh. is the best character in the movie. But I just want to get this straight. He records the news <laughs> and wait for it on a DVD. <laughs> okay, so it's 2008. We do have TiVo, we do have DVR, but DVD recorders, those devices are so rare and so difficult to use, it would be nearly impossible for him to record on disc. Well, that's why Janet didn't have time to set up the guest room. She was too busy finding the one DVD player available the other day. Well, like, oh, not, not, only, not only that, he would have to know in advance that's right. that the newscaster was going to be saying that. Yeah. And I was also confused. Set it up what news channel in Chicago is sending somebody to Denver? That's right. Like it was very, very well, specific. Whatever the case event. is, he has taken the hardest road towards recording this and faking <laughs> somebody out. And it will clearly the jig would be up in like a matter of seconds if you just watched long enough and tried to change the channel at all. Because but how little of her does he think to <laughs> play it twice? Hey, she's a, she's a working woman. She doesn't get the rest of this she's DVD the one stuff. Saying, get on the internet. I mean, that's like, she <laughs> Stop what you're doing, doing and get on the internet. <laughs> oh my oh, goodness. Boy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, those are my two, for sure. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that brings us to our last segment, What the Hallmark. Maybe before before the movie started or after the credits rolled, we, we, we would like to get a little bit of clarity on what happened. And I'm going to kick us off with Panda. Like, I know this seems overly obvious. I do want to know what happens with them as a couple because it, maybe more than any other couple I've wanted to know. Yeah. Because first of all, she doesn't seem wild about him most of the movie mm-hmm. until the final few it minutes. Was a quick and turn. then he is, as you guys pointed out, and I see the error in my ways, the guy is homeless uh, and, <laughs> and shady. You've come uh, around. Uh, you're I, on Team Dan and Amanda. I've got to be honest with you. This movie has dropped a solid point since we've been That's talking. Right. Uh, it dropped a crown. It dropped a solid That's crown. Right. Uh, I've got to be honest with you. Like, now i got to know, Like, is she going to stick with the homeless guy? Where is he going to live? Like, What's going to happen? I just want to know. Yeah. I mean, all he needs is a cardboard box behind the house. That's right. Yeah, for sure. No, he's a well, they don't have a guest. Do they have a guest room at this point? they got plenty of rooms, but none of them are suited for sleeping, apparently. So he could, he could sleep <laughs> he somewhere. Specifically, when he buys the Christmas tree, he specifically says, I'm not homeless. <laughs> so, oh, he does. No. Sure that's, not yeah, that's well, right. He doesn't have an address. <laughs> yeah, if you say that Doesn't you're not a homeless, license. you know. He I, buys the tree. He's been living rent-free for He put it on credit. Years. He put it on credit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll get it eventually. Yeah. Trust me. It's a weird time to pick up the tab, too. We don't have time to talk about that. That's a weird one. For sure. Uh, Rachel. So, I just wonder about poor Morning Mist. And <laughs> yes. when I'm starting this restaurant with Morgan... In Denver, I guess, yeah. and how disappointed she's going to be, and the fact that people are making fun of her name. Uh, so that's the one thing I wonder about. Do you get the feeling that it was all made up? What's that? Do you get the feeling that it was all made up? The morning mist. Yeah, was all made up. Yeah. 
It could be. It could be. But, I mean, uh, but yeah, if she's sitting there in Denver waiting for him to come start a restaurant with her. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> where is he at? Yep. He just went where the spirit led, man. He's not, he's not being held down by any driver's license or restaurant starting. He's, he's going to get on the internet and he'll, he'll tell her. Uh, Dan. Um, so I have one main one, and it's why did we not figure out if the turkey turned out or not? There's a lot of time... <laughs> Put into this turkey. Could we just, for the love of everything good and decent, get one shot of everyone enjoying the turkey? I want to know. Did she? Did she do it? Did she follow all eighteen recipes at once and successfully make a turkey? I, like I want to know that information. Mm-hmm. It's yep. important for yep. me. Absolutely. The rest of mine are all wait what's. I got a list of wait what's we didn't get to. Maybe in the in the bonus footage we'll get yeah, to. Yeah, we'll put it put it in the uh, Patreon link. That's uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> Amber, what you got? You know, I am very curious if the lady who worked at the airport got in trouble for broadcasting that love story across the entire place. For sure. I mean, it is 2008, but that's still more recent than 2001, right? Yes. And I'm impressed that there is a button that, like, just right out there. That intercom, like, is the intercom for the entire airport. That's right. All the terminals. This is the airport button right here. Yeah. This is the one. It does it all. That's a really good one. That's a great one. Do you have any other ones? Oh, me? Do I have any other ones? I, listen, I was just asking. You don't have I to. I am always curious about what happens to the, like, discarded boyfriend. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Which Dan, a panda well, he's originally. He's fine. He's a gem. That's right. <laughs> He he's, he's a diamond in the shoes. He's a gem just like the items he sells. Yeah, exactly. Oh, hey-oh. He's, he's got nice shoes to land on, That's too, right. as well. And he saved his best <laughs> ring for somebody else. Yep. <laughs> he knew it wasn't going to work. I stand by this guy. He's great. Gets forward. Great he's a forward thinker. Just oscillating back and forth on this no, This is a guy who, at the beginning of the movie, watched a commercial of himself, and he said, I know it's bad, but it brings him business. He's self-aware. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love him. Uh, my my uh, What the Hallmark is is the neighbor, but something more specific about the neighbor. She has a disdain towards frozen turkeys that I don't fully understand. It was as if it was common knowledge that frozen turkeys are not the thing that 99% of Americans <laughs> eat. Like, Free range. I'm, I'm beginning to think that the neighbor is the antithesis of gin in every way. Like, she's the opposite. Like, she stays at home all day. She bakes the perfect cookies, cares about the lights, the whole bit. I think that's the deal. I also, I came up with something in my mind where she is uh, Joan Cusack's character from The the Christmas Christmas Train. Train. Yes. But, like, but, like. After, like, so Christmas trade ends. She goes and she finds a house. Yeah. Um, Reconciled with things, her son. Well, no, things don't work out with the, oh, the son. Okay. So she's a little bit angry, and that's why she's so type A. Um, so that's kind of where mm. I went with this. I, I actually so this thought was actually was later. Joan. I thought it was Joan. Initially, for a brief second, I thought it was. Yeah, but. yeah I think that's fair. Mm. Guys, I think we did it. Man. And we oh did it gosh. in, like, a, a normal amount of time, which I'm very proud of. Yeah, it was five of us. I yes. tried to talk faster, and then you gave me a hard time for talking faster. And so, last well, no, night, what? No, no, no. Chad was, is getting his hair cut on Christmas Eve. I had to bring that up. The toy store owner <laughs> is going to the barbershop on Christmas Eve. That happened. What are you doing? Like, who's open on Christmas Eve for a haircut? Sorry. Rachel. <laughs> but open after the toy That's store. That's right. Yeah, like, yeah. the toy store is closing yeah. early on yeah. probably Christmas its most Eve important afternoon. Day. Barbershop <laughs> is open for business. Yeah. That's right. Rachel, Amber. Thank you so much for joining us. Please plug your podcast. Tell people how they can listen to you and follow you on the socials. 
Yes, please, everybody follow us on the Hallmarkies podcast. We cover all the shows. We cover, we have interviews pretty much every week. And we uh, and we talk about all of the movies. And we just have a really good time. We have a whole bunch of friends that we have on uh, and that, that just make it a really fun, uh, energetic experience. <laughs> so check it out. It's really, yeah. it's really great. And I'll say this. You know, it's probably going to be, what, second week of November, people get tired of hearing Dan? That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you get to that point and you want to start hearing, like, happy stuff That's during right. the holiday season, the Hallmarkies are definitely for you. Well, and I would say that 80% of our audience is going to listen to Hallmarkies yeah. and enjoy it at least as much, if not more, than what we're doing yes, just right. because of me. So um, you guys— And we will— we will be grumpy Dan on occasion. We have, we will tell we will we will say it when we don't like them. So I love know, that. We, Can you call yeah, it a grumpy yeah. Dan so, segment? That would be awesome. We don't give <laughs> we don't give them a complete pass. You just happen yeah. to pick one this time that I really like. Right, so. I mean, I hate to say it, there are a lot of times where I am just grumpy Dan. <laughs> I love it. I feel like that that Amanda and I could do a show and it would be great. Team Dan yeah, Manda. Or Amber. We can or do Amber. Amber and I. Amber. We'll all do it. Amanda. Amanda. Look, Amanda is well, just. And we, well, she she's was too good for this show. Yeah. And I, that's why I brought her up is because her and I could do a podcast. Now, Amber and I could work together, too, so I think. Amanda, but Amanda, she's great. Last I heard, though, she's not doing well. She, no, she could fall on She actually is homeless with Morgan. Oh, yeah. Boy, what a time. Yeah, sorry, Amber. Rachel, Amber, Amanda, thank you, thank you all. The worst. Thank you all so much for joining us. And can can we say this to you at this point in time? Merry Merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, and God bless us, everyone.